Welcome to Movies Are Live. Welcome to Movies Are Live. Welcome to Movies Are Live. I'm your host, Nathan Chandler. Uh, don't worry, you aren't stuck in a time loop, but we are here to discuss the sci-fi romantic comedy Palm Springs, which is number 45 on the 50 best rom-coms list. I'm welcoming in another Baylor alumni to the podcast, Adam Kitchen. Uh, how's your summer going, Adam? Fantastic, man. It's been really, really great this year. Well, good. Well, it's kind of funny. We were actually kind of catching up a little bit before we hit record on this thing because <laughs> we're going to laugh. I think we followed on social media uh uh, for a long time and then i've actually seen you acting in a, a lot of different films and short films and we have a great mutual friend mark blitch who's been a guest on the podcast and i've seen the shorts that you've done but we were kind of playing catch up because we literally have not talked to each other probably since college and so we <laughs> actually are both telecom majors but uh you're you're in the acting uh field now so i, I thought uh, tell our listeners a little bit about uh what drove you to that and like what you're doing these days Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, um, so like, yeah, the short version, I guess would be, uh, we, that's, we met at Baylor where we were both, uh, telecom majors and, um, and that was sort of a backdoor into acting for me. Cause I was, I was always kind of shy and, and I didn't really want to admit it, but that's the only thing I wanted to do. So, uh, after college, I went to Dallas for a little bit. I finally got into classes, got an agent and went out to LA for 12 years. And, um, and now I'm back in Texas and, you know, I've I've uh, I've done a lot of work in that time, a lot of films, a lot of commercials, but you know, I'm still waiting for that big one. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I you're very talented, so I am sure uh, oh, that thanks. will come soon. And <laughs> I promise, there's you probably don't even remember this, but we we share a mutual friend, Courtney Shopper, and uh, Courtney and I worked on a lot of things together. And there's a little short. I can't remember if it was my project or her project, but you were you were the lead in that. But I promise not to post that anywhere because I I can't oh, wow. I can't I can't say if it's good on your end or my end or anything like that. So I I don't even remember that. So if you have it, I would love to see that. Someday. I have it somewhere. I, I've been okay. working on basically archiving all my like video stuff. So uh, yeah. I'll send it. I'll send it your way. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe I'll jog some memories, you know, after uh, 20 years. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> well, let's jump into the time warp and head to Palm Springs. Here you are standing on the precipice of something so much bigger than anyone here. But always remember, you are not alone. I don't think that we met. I'm Sarah. Niles. Hi. Hi. Palm Springs is a 2020 film directed by Max Barbaco. I hope I said that name correctly, uh, in his feature directorial debut from a screenplay by Andy Sierra. Hopefully, once again, I pronounced it okay. It stars Andy Samberg, who co-produced the film, Kristen Milioti, and J.K. Simmons, and follows two strangers who meet at a wedding in Palm Springs, only to get stuck in a time loop. Palm Springs had its world premiere at the Sundance Film Festival on January 26, 2020. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about that date in a little bit. So January 26, 2020, and was simultaneously released on Hulu and in select theaters by Neon on July 10th, 2020. The film received, I'll, I'll also say, I think 
the theaters were a lot of drive-in theaters <laughs> that it was released. Uh, the film received critical acclaim for the cast performances and its use of the concept. At the 78th Golden Globe Awards, it earned two nominations, Best Motion Picture for a Musical or Comedy and Best Actor for Andy Samberg. Among other accolades, it won Best Comedy at the 26th Critics' Choice Awards. Okay, so Adam, when I reached out to you about this film, uh, at that time you said you hadn't seen it. So this was the first time that you watched this film? Yes, yeah. So what what did you think? I don't even know if this is the type of film and like in your wheelhouse or I'm anxious to hear your thoughts. Well, I don't know if you purposely did it, but um, I I originally said I wanted to do Groundhog Day because that's one of my my favorite movies. And and then you were like, well, that's taken. How about this one instead? And I was like, all right, you know, whatever. But it's got the same idea in it. And I, and, um, and let's see, since, so I watched it uh, after we after we first talked about it, and then just to because I because I knew this was coming up, I watched it again earlier this week, last night, and again today. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like uh, I'll rewatch movies when I when I start to see like kind of hidden things in it that you know you don't really pick up on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot in this movie that's not that's not just face value, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I I loved it. I actually loved it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I it wasn't a secret. Like when it came out, uh, and I, I caught it. Like the buzz was pretty big uh, behind it. Um, I have a I have a little note here about it. Um, so at the time when they played at Sunda Sundance, it, it I don't know if it still holds up, but it holds the record for the biggest sale at the time uh, for seventeen point five million dollars and sixty nine cents. I had at that time it beat the previous record by sixty nine cents. <laughs> uh, and so uh, and when it came out, and I made reference to it was in twenty twenty when uh, COVID nineteen started its spread. So. So this film uh, definitely uh, probably gained a pretty big audience, probably more so than it would have just because everybody was at home and it, it's, it broke the record for the most viewed Hulu re- release in its first weekend on the streaming service. So they really championed this film. So, and, and not just because it was like, Oh, here's a you know new movie with uh, Sandberg and, you know, just a, Oh, it's funny and critical acclaim, but it very yeah. much uh, tied <laughs> it didn't mean to, but the, you know, themes of loneliness and I, I think it really mm-hmm. tapped into a lot of things. I think people were feeling in the moment. <laughs> oh, at the time. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what, but watching it again this time, I, I loved it back then. It, it made my top 10 of the year and it's still, I, like, like you said, I, I really appreciated it uh, again, watching it. it um, yeah not just uh and i always love funny movies but i mean it, it actually has a really it has a lot of emotional depth to it it really does yeah it, it kind of goes beyond just like the straight comedy genre it's very you know delves into existentialism and you know uh all, all about relationships and yeah it's just great yeah um I, and i read that uh i i like that they knew that you know obviously uh, without Groundhog Day, I, you know, don't know if this movie would exist. Um, right. But but there's other bit, you know, other movies like Edge of Tomorrow, and I actually never saw Happy Death Day, like that horror franchise. Did you? I didn't see those movies? Yeah. yeah, but it apparently it plays on this concept, and I liked the the filmmakers talked about how that they 
they just assumed that people knew kind of the loose r- rules about that. And so they tried not to worry too much about, you know, about it, how it all works. And I think it plays to their favor that they, they're kind of basically basing, basing the story on people's, people's preconceived notions of now, I guess a time loop is now a genre. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I think especially with, uh, comic book movies now and how everything's doing things in the multiverse. I feel like people are more adaptable to these different kind of, you know, different, you know, different pathways of life, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just the same old thing. I, I really loved how they sort of uh, took it in their own direction, but they sort of paid homage too to, you know, like Groundhog Day and like, you know, they were like, in the beginning stages, they were like, well, what if we just do, you know, the most altruistic thing and that'll, that'll get us out of this, you know? And, and they did a whole new different thing where it was like a science-based deal. I kind of mm-hmm. appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, are you a science, science guy? Uh, not really. No. Um, but I, I, I am very, uh, I, I've, I'm a Christian, so I'm, I'm very into, you know, spiritual stuff and and i like tying it in with with science i think that's where science comes in for me yeah uh yeah i definitely um this is like the right amount of sci-fi for me like yeah. <laughs> I, I like i like that i like to know that the filmmakers are smarter than me but then also uh not willing to go into all the depths that it could like the little montage where uh sarah is like doing all the research that was like that was you know good enough for me i'm like yeah same yeah yeah we we, we get the we get the gist she just she, her little her little chalkboard drawing of the you know like the square i was like okay that makes sense whatever yeah you know? yeah yeah um well also the appeal of this is, you know, this was a very independent movie. Um, it's kind of hidden. Um, and since you watched it so many times, I don't want to force you to watch it again, but in the, there's actually uh, extras in the Hulu and Andy Samberg oh. and uh, Kristen Milioti. Uh, they do a commentary and it kind of flashes back and forth uh, with the screenwriter uh, of this film. And so it, it it's just, it's kind of fun. Uh, I had it just playing on in the background, almost like a podcast uh, yeah. and kind of gave a little bit more, but this was a true, like very independent movie. Uh, they, sh- they shot it in 22 days, which is really, really fast. And it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of interesting. I, I think I, what makes me kind of like this movie is that independent aspect. They actually talked about how, uh, especially at night, it was actually pretty cold. <laughs> you know, they, yeah. they filmed this uh, during the winter months. Um, so that was an interesting aspect. But also, I, I like this concept of this movie. I, I don't know if you thought about this as you watched it, but just from the filmmaking aspect, and like, I, I kind of wonder, like, so I, I guess this would work this way, but like all the scenes that he's at the pool, you know, do they film all the, I mean, I'm sure they that's when they film all those scenes, but just yeah. the way that they, had to keep track with this movie does that make sense oh yeah yeah i have actually done a movie like that like with <laughs> the same concept oh yeah yeah and is it is that is that hard as an actor to keep kind of like yeah I bet <laughs> yeah you, i bet you have to shift like your mindset like constantly yeah yeah and and it even got to where you know we would have a designated person to be that would be like okay you didn't put your left hand there on the last take so do that this time and then make sure you do this, you know? So it was, it, was it, it, it did get frustrating, but also when you do it a million times, it actually gets pretty fun. 
you know <laughs> I, think, I think you could kind of tell in this movie you know like that they were really really going for it really having fun yeah and sorry i'm gonna ask you a lot of these type of questions just because i always jokingly say that's why i was always behind the camera is because like i can never do such things in front of the camera but yeah. like that's gotta be hard to like stay in character when you have to remember those type of beats is it is it 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 is yeah <laughs> yeah when it has to be so exact you know um um, I'm pretty good about, you know, keep keeping my mark and doing gestures the same way. But when, when it's got to be exact, man, it gets tough. Yeah. So what's what's the longest stretch of days that you've sh shot? I mean, it, they in this movie and I think for the type of scope it was, they were making 22 days seem like pretty like, oh, my God, it, it was pretty crazy that it was that is oh, that yeah. a, is, is that pretty fast? Uh, if, if for that kind of movie, yes. I, the, the more the more money you put into it, that's pretty fast with the amount of money they had. The longest shoot I shoot I ever been on was uh, like three and a half weeks. Okay, um, but that's even for you know for the types of movies that I'm doing, which are very very you know low budget. Um, a feature typically takes like two weeks. Okay, maybe two, maybe two and a half. You know, depending on you know locations and things like that. But yeah, for this type of film, that was quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny in the commentary too. They, they, they kind of talk about uh, as far as the shooting thing, he, Andy Sandberg was talking about like, yeah, they, in this, they just pulled reactions from different scenes. They were able to kind of, they, oh, yeah. so, they shot so much in the same location that he yeah. said it actually kind of worked to the advantage that they were able to kind of pull things, even though in the moment it didn't necessarily tie in with the, with the script. Yes. And that, that is the one good thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Just pull from whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't, are you, a? am a big fan of the actors in this. I mean, I think that's truly, uh, what makes this, are, are you a fan of Andy Sandberg or have, had you seen Kristen Milioti before? I've never seen her before. No. Okay. Uh, which I, I was really surprised by her. Yeah, she uh, she famously I haven't seen like everything that she's done, um, but um, I want to say she might. Uh, people are going to kill me for this. I think she was in a Black Mirror episode, but uh, she was famously in the TV uh, series How I Met Your Mother. She ended up uh, spoiler alert. She ended up being the mother. Uh, and so that's how a lot of people know her because she kind of okay. showed up and um uh, a lot of people maybe liked her or didn't like the fact that she was the mother, you know, uh, <laughs> but, um, and because of that, and then like this movie, I started kind of seeing her like in a couple of things and stuff. And so, yeah, I think she really stands out. I I've always been a really big Andy Sandberg fan. His, uh, yeah. Have you seen his like other movies like uh, hot rod and I just Pop watched Star. hot rod the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Pop star. Yeah. He's so funny. I, but I, you know, I don't think I've seen him, in a role like this before. I don't, I don't think I've seen him do quite serious, you know, as serious as this. And I like, he's yeah. great. Yeah. He does. He, he has a really good balance of being serious. And I, I like how, you know, he's, you know, he's been in this loop longer than uh, Sarah has. And yeah. so, you know, he's able to kind of like, he gets to an emotional place, you know, he's ahead of her uh, in some ways. And, um, but I think mean, when he starts like actually like, you know, basically expressing his feelings and things like he, he really carries it really well. Like, yeah, you know, um, he, but he still keeps that tone of like, I'm still the nice, funny guy, but I actually really care about you. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, they said, I I read somewhere that the the screenwriter envisioned him being trapped for like 40 years. Okay. You know, yeah. so it, it made sense whenever she asked him like, you know, uh, what, what did you do? What was your job? And he was like, I can't, well, of course there's the mushrooms that he was on too, but <laughs> so he, he was like, he was like, I don't know, you know, but, but yeah, back to your point, the, uh, his, his, his ending speech where he's like professing his love. Yeah. That's when I saw his skill, you know, I was, I was very surprised by that. I, I thought he delivered that well. You get one more sentence. Okay. Okay. Even though I pretend not to be, I've realized that I am completely codependent, but I'm cool with it because I think that life should be shared now and I need you to survive. Okay. That's your one sentence. I, I need you to survive, comma, but it's so much more than that, uh, colon. <laughs> I know you better than anyone knows you. It's totally a great moment. And even though he's not in it tons, I mean, the way of JK Simmons is as Roy, as this other, you know, character who's stuck in this time loop with them. I, I think he's a great addition uh, to this story as well. Perfect casting. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> uh, and I just like, I, I like the aspect of everybody's been to a wedding and I, I like, I like it because, um, and we actually were talking about this the other day. Now that we're in our forties, we just don't go to weddings very often anymore. Like we right. did like in our twenties and stuff, but like weddings are like a lot of fun, but also it is really, it's a great concept because it is the, that would be the worst setting to be stuck in every day. Yeah. 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 Just, just thinking about that, man, the, all the supporting players around them, you know, the bride, the groom, you know, the, some of the groomsmen, even though we don't like completely get to know them, like just their presence. And they do a really good job writing these characters that you just, you know, who the people are without spending a whole lot of time with them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were like, like, it's like, you know, right away who this person is. You've seen him before at a wedding, like uh, that guy, Connor O'Malley. I don't know if you've seen him before on the, what's that show on Netflix? Uh, I think you should leave. He's oh, I haven't, I, I haven't seen that. Oh, he's so funny in it. But anyway, he, he played the character Randy and he was, he just had this small role, you know, he's coming up to uh, Sarah and trying to dance with her and, <laughs> you know, and he's like, he's just goofy, but yeah. like him and then his, and then Andy Samberg's uh, girlfriend, I uh, can't remember her name. Yeah, uh, his uh, his girlfriend is played by Meredith Hagner. She plays Misty. Yes. She's yes. amazing in this. Meredith Hagner, yes. Every single like little reaction she had was just it just made me laugh out loud. You know. Yeah, so they, yeah, they have a. I mean, they're not supposed to have a romantic chemistry, but the interactions between them are uh, are amazing. Good. <laughs> yeah, and just that concept too, like especially. You know, he, you know, she was probably not someone he even knew originally that he was going to be with for the rest of the time. And the fact that you have to wake up every morning to a person that you despise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was sort of like I, I heard him in an, in an interview and they, they said that they said that like they were they were stuck in the loop, but they were also stuck in their relationships like they're stuck in their, mm -hmm. you know, their terrible relationships, uh, both of them, you know. Oh yeah, so stuck no. two times over. Yeah, um, 
another aspect I think that really plays with this, even though now, you know, we've seen some Groundhog's Day, we, we've seen this concept. I think the movie does a really good job at like very genuine surprises. Um, it, to me, it's a little hard. Um, you kind of figure they're going to get out of it. And actually, um, I mean, I think it works in this movie. I, I don't become so concerned with like how they're going to get out of this time loop. But um, I think the things that happen in this movie, even from the get go, when he gets shot <laughs> by the by the arrow in the leg by Roy. But, um, you know, yeah. uh there's all these, you know, even when he gets into the fist fight uh, with the groom and the the fork in the face, you know, <laughs> yeah. even though I had seen this before, there were these moments that still kind of caught me off guard in, in a good way. Yeah. 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 Like the, the bomb guy thing. <laughs> yes, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then they, I, I had forgotten, like I'd watched it a couple times and then just today I was like, oh yeah, they got an airplane, you know, <laughs> and they just <laughs> crashed. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah are there little things like that yeah um are there any other uh, we've kind of hit on some of them but any other like favorite scenes or uh quotes that stood out to you yeah well um well yeah scenes one, one of them definitely interested me was the the dinosaurs my god do you see them too are they real who cares what did you think about that? Well, I, I often try to read too much meaning into things. And um, I try to, you know, I looked it up and, and it, they really just said, I think Andy Sandberg just said like, well, we just figured it would make the scene more fun. You know, <laughs> so we did. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but, you know, they show them at the end too. So they weren't just hallucinating. Yeah. Uh, and I know Palm Springs, they have in my entire time in LA, I never did go to Palm Springs. I still regret that, but I know they have these giant uh, dinosaur statues out there. So maybe that's a part of it somehow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I like that. You know, if people start, um, you know, digging into like, why, why would there be dinosaurs? You know, you have to keep in mind that you're watching a movie where people are stuck in a time loop, you know? Yeah, so, exactly. you know, so anything is possible. Well, why not? But, yeah. Yeah. But I, I like the concept of, this whole movie is just like, uh, you know, the world is so big. Life is so big. I, I, I think it, it's kind of trying to show that the possibilities are, are endless. Like yeah. life, you know, um, I, I guess I, I like, I like the fact that, you know, recognizing how big this world is, you know, uh, anything can happen, but also how important it is to have close relationships in your life. Cause if you don't, uh, how lonely life can be. Yeah. 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 It's that whole kind of like, we're, you know, we're the speck <laughs> speck on this earth, but we still play into the bigger picture of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they did a good job of showing like the, uh, the sort of nihilism that, that Niles, Ni <laughs> that's kind of funny that he, that Niles like falls into, you know, after doing all the things that most people would do is just, you know, get to know every single person, follow all your pleasures. And then what do you do? Right. Yeah. You know? And, um, and I really liked how they captured that. He was already there from the very beginning, you know, mm -hmm. uh, which was different from Groundhog Day. Yeah. And, you know, and when Sarah attacks Roy and they had already set up where he, you know, Niles had talked about the concept of pain, but you know, he gets really, real in that moment as far as like yeah you know like yeah no don't torture 
they torture this man. So I think this movie also makes you think, I mean, it, it relishes in all the fun things that you could do if you were, you know, stuck in something like this, but it's also, it, it does challenge you to think of like, no, there, there's still real con consequences to what you do. You know, so if I do something to Roy and he's hurt, yes, it'll reset. But what I did to him will will stick with you. Will affect you. That's yeah. what I thought was cool about it because, like, I was thinking about like you know uh, the, the whole idea of pain being an illusion. Um, I, I'm not sure if that's a Buddhist idea or not, but whatever. But um, they sort of took that and said, no, 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 it's 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 real because it sticks with you. You know, if you caused it, it's going to stick with you. And I was like, wow, yeah, that that's so true. You know, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. And I, I, I like to the, you know, interaction between them and the fact that, you know, Niles is ahead of Sarah in a lot of ways just because he has been stuck, you know, so, so long in this thing. And I, I, I pulled out the lines where, you know, Sarah and this is always kind of the crossroads of like a relationship, right? Like if you're in a long-term relationship with someone, basically, could I spend every day of my life with this person? What if we get sick of each other? We're already sick of each other. It's the best. And that really, that really does like sum up love in a, a real way. Yeah. Yeah. And she says something like, uh, I don't need you to survive, but it would make life less mundane. Yes. And I, I, and I love that because, um, uh, I'm definitely not as independent as a lot of people that I know, but I, I think especially in America, it's a very like kind of me first, you know, independent type of oh, society. Yeah. Oh. And, um, and I like, I like that line for because, and I like Sarah's character a lot because, um, they don't ever apologize for her nature. You know, they, I think it could, this movie could have easily made her like, change who she was and so much she she changed um you know the relationships that she had with you know like her sister and that sort of thing so she changes in that respect but she doesn't change into the like kind of i would say hard person that she is yeah and I, and, yeah. and I and i like that recognition of that like yeah you know it's okay to be independent but yeah isn't isn't it fun when you have someone around to spend life with right yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, her first reaction was to like try try to run. You know, she drove all the way to Austin. You know, uh, try to run from all the guilt and all the problems. Um, and then when she set her mind to it, it was like, no, I'm I'm gonna get out of here. And she studied every day. I didn't see that coming. You know, that was out of the blue. Yeah. But figured it out. You know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That was sort of an, uh, a redemption for her. Yeah, I, I kind of in that moment, <laughs> I, I would be the person who would probably be like, you know what, I'm just going to watch every movie I can, every TV show that I can. <laughs> and Whitney's yeah. going to be like, no, I'm going to take the time to figure out how to get out of here. Oh, yes, that would be that would be a better use of our time. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I would be the same way. I'd be like 50 years down the line, like still, you know, seeing what I could get away with. and <laughs> Movie musings what day in your life would you most like to be stuck in or what, what do you think is the best scenario you can think of? I, I kind of mentioned it like someone else's wedding that you really don't know is probably not the day to be stuck in, but it, <laughs> it, did you, did you think about this at all as you were watching this movie? Man. Um, I did think about, 
I did think about a lot of stuff in my past for sure. <laughs> I, I, I did because I'm, I'm very similar to uh, Niles in, in, in a lot of ways for as far as my past goes. Gosh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, there've been a lot of good moments, you know, yeah. I, I, even though I'm divorced, I had a fantastic wedding, you know, yeah, uh, I probably wouldn't want to go back to that in hindsight, but <laughs> that was a, you know, that was a very great time in my life. Uh, there's got to be something involved with acting where I was like, you know, on top of the root, you know, just yeah, feeling great because I've, I've had that experience so many, so many times with acting. I think it would definitely be good to be you know, stuck in a day where you have had access to a lot of people. I, I think that yes. was, kind of would be a fun thing as far as just, you know, that's kind of what makes this movie fun is like, you know, he's clearly gone to know the, that bar, that local bar, that local city bar, like yeah. all their personalities yeah. and things like that. And so I think that would be an ideal situation. So you could just, it'd be fun to toy with all the different things that you could do, you know? Yeah. Uh, so for sure. Um, I, I think, I think location would be key too. So I think, you know, like I don't live close to my family, but where's a spot that like, you know, how she drives, uh, she drive to Austin. I, I don't know exactly how far that is from Palm Springs, but you know, maybe somewhere where you could still like travel to and still do, <laughs> do some things and not yeah. be a waste of a day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Somewhere close to something cool what's one of your favorite songs to dance to at a wedding? And so I think uh, the opening scene uh, is pretty memorable where Niles, we think, you know, Niles and Sarah are kind of having their meet cute, even though, you know, we learned later that he has interacted with her many, many times before. But I love that scene with the chore choreographed dance, like where he's like weaving throughout everybody. And he's you yeah. know, clearly been here before, but it made me think like, what's, what do you think is the ultimate dance song at a wedding? <laughs> um yeah i don't know about ultimate um uh, the only two songs that come to mind I, I actually had at my wedding and um i don't think they're like for everybody but we uh my ex-wife and i we we planned a waltz together do you remember the uh, uh scent of a woman yeah the dance scene yeah that it's that music okay cool uh, and or is a tango i'm sorry yeah and, um, and also i'm a real big fan of elvis so anything by elvis i'm <laughs> always, always getting down very yeah. nice for some <laughs> reason for some reason i equate the song uh, september by earth wind and fire with weddings oh like, great yeah, yeah fantastic. I, I feel like that's a like yeah. the perfect song that like can get like all generations like moving on the dance floor <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so, yeah um yeah um, we, we, we kind of talked a little bit about like, uh, you know, what we would do with all this time. Um, and I couldn't help but think like, uh, what, what is the skill you would develop if you were stuck in a time loop like this? I would, um, I would probably, I'd probably work on my guitar. Yeah. Just become an expert guitar player just cause you know, I have time. Um, probably that I would probably delve into if, if I had the tools, I would delve into like carpentry. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about it, but it's always been <laughs> in the back of my mind. <laughs> so yeah, I'd probably yeah. do something about that like that. What do you think I you would do? Just, just curious. Oh man. So I'm not, 
I'm not super talented when it comes to musical instruments. So I don't know if that would be like the best uh, path <laughs> for <laughs> to take. Uh, I, I definitely like, even though I'm not a, um, uh, I'm not necessarily like a big car person or like a huge home improvement person. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I think I would like to develop not quite carpentry, uh, carpentry. I, I don't know if that would like pique my interest, but I, I do, I would like to at least have some skill sets where like I knew the answer immediately versus like having to spend an hour trying to figure out how to, you know, unclog a drain or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But just, uh, just having that knowledge and foresight, like, I think, I think one of the first things I would do is like hang out with each person individually and just get to know everything about them, you know, cause I just think it'd be fun to like, just know everything in a situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just know um, the right things to say. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it sounds really nerdy, but like, uh, I, I'm not the best reader and I do enjoy like reading books, but like I, I've, I find it hard to find time to read. And so I actually would really like enjoy that, like just being a little bit more uh, well-read. There you go. Yeah, that's a good one. Rom-com rankings. First category I have is the romantic chemistry between the leads. So uh, what, what do you, what ranking do you give this between uh, Sarah and Niles? Yeah. Five being the highest, right? Yes. Five being the highest. I'll give it a five. Yeah. Give it a five. I really felt it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did too. I, I think the two actors play really well off of each other. They both yeah. have, um, I didn't, not until you said it, like his name Niles and being nihilistic, like I hadn't <laughs> made that, I hadn't made that tie as well. But there's both a, like, uh, they both have this deviousness uh, about them, yeah. but, yeah. but they're, they're also different enough in a way. Yeah. He seems a, a bit sweeter <laughs> than, <laughs> than she is. Uh, that's one thing I like. But, I mean, this whole movie does a really good job. I mean, I think they play well off of each other. But also, I mean, if two people, you know, aren't meant to be with each other, like, why would, you know, why would you stick these two characters in a time loop together? You know, like, yeah. uh, I, I think uh, not just the, like, little schemes that they do to have fun, but just also uh, the trust that develops between them. But, yeah, I, yeah. Get, I, I give it five hearts as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So usually in a lot of rom-coms, uh, there's a best friend aspect, you know, the kind of the voice of reason or the support system. Um, I, I, I honestly, I had a kind of a hard time nailing down. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Roy really fits in this uh, so much because uh, uh, I guess he kind of helps Niles, you know, there towards the end. But uh, was there, did you see, did you think of anybody uh, with this category? Yeah, like a best friend not really you know yeah yeah uh, yeah it, yeah this, uh, no <laughs> this, yeah this is one of the few times that you know i have to kind of kind of scratch this category because i think that's what this whole movie really is tapping into is the the loneliness uh, uh of this world that they they live in and we very much uh feel that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean, uh, I, mean uh, I guess the only one that comes close is who you mentioned roy i mean i mean and he and that that relationship was excellent, but I don't know if I'd consider it, you know, like the the best sidekick friend kind of thing. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, did you have a chance to listen to the soundtrack? That's the third category that I have. 
I did. I wasn't quite sure if you meant the soundtrack or the score, so I listened to both. I, I figured you meant the soundtrack. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I listened. I don't know how you listened, but there was. Uh, it looked like it was like a Hulu playlist, like of this, right. you know, the music from this movie. Uh, yeah. So, uh, how do you? I don't. Well, you mentioned playing guitar. I don't know how big of a music fan you are. So, like, how did you rank this category? Uh man, it it fit the movie perfectly, and it fit the, like the Lonely Island thing they have um and also it, it it it's it was like all over the place you had a song from the <laughs> 30s yeah. all the way up every every decade probably up to like the 90s or even yeah even like today so uh but they all kind of had this like uh sort of a romantic quality to them so yeah why not i'll give it a five. Oh, five. Oh, wow <laughs> yeah. that was big well, well i don't th- you know I should probably take that back. I'll take one off just because okay. I don't think it's it's something that I would listen to yeah. on a daily basis, but I would listen to it again for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would say it was, it was very surprising uh, when I listened to it. I really uh, I really have always liked Hall & Oates songs and uh, their song when the, when the Morning Comes opens this movie. And actually, I wasn't familiar with that song. And uh, man, I, I, I loved it. I, I love that song. Yeah. Uh, the Megatron Man, which is the song that they, you know, do that choreographed dance, dance to. Yeah. yeah. You know, they play just, it twice in the movie. Yeah. 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 It's just kind of funny. But, you know, there's a great uh, Kate Bush song in there. Uh, but there's some other songs like you mentioned that, you know, really uh, like vary quite a bit. And when I was thinking about this, I was like, you know, if this was a soundtrack, it's a very good soundtrack, like whoever the music supervisor was uh, for this movie. I mean, it fits this movie perfectly. If you played this, um, playlist like at a pool like people would dig it like it's like yeah. oh yeah this is totally. the vibe but like yeah. you said is this you know is this something i'm gonna listen to all the time uh, or right. probably not but yeah I, I gave it three and a half for that but okay. i think yeah. uh i think there's some um some surprises in there uh for sure yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, we kind of touched on it a little bit, um, but, you know, most rom- rom-coms have a chase scene or declaration of love. And we kind of talked a little bit about his, uh, you know, when he finally, you know, kind of spills uh, spills all his feelings as quickly as he can. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and he definitely chases her, you know, before uh, she sets off the bomb <laughs> before he's there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So how do you how do you rank this category? Uh, let's see. I liked how I like how he's at the bar sulking and then he has the plan to get the keys from the bartender. <laughs> My favorite part <laughs> in that is the way he like goes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like gave him the finger, like it just his face. It was so funny. And I didn't know what he was doing, so that was a shocker. He had the keys and he's chasing after. Her. Uh I would give it a, I would give it a solid four. Eh, okay. Three and a half. I'll say three and a half because okay. I think we've seen. I've seen a lot of good romantic comedies where they're, you know, they're driving the car to the airport and they get there just in time. And it wasn't quite that impactful, but it still was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I I gave it four. I was close to giving it a five, but kind of like you said that. I mean, the stuff that you know that he does to get to her it is very entertaining. You know, not necessarily. Like I, I honestly didn't remember it from the first time that I watched it. Uh, I, but I do think the dialogue between them towards the end that we talked about definitely like escalates it quite a bit. It's kind of a, it's kind of a new twist on that, you know, uh, 
you know, basically divulging everything. And, you know, uh, even though the feeling that it's going to be a happy ending, um, you know, I don't think the movie would have just ended, but, you know, it is really curious, especially when we see the next shot of them in the pool, uh, right. which a place that they, you know, frequented quite often. Uh, <laughs> and, and then I like, I like how the dialogue at the end, uh, just them like it coming out that he has a dog, <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, it's just a, it's a nice little tag. So, but yeah, I gave it four hearts. But um, and just well, to add to, to that real quick, if you don't mm -hmm. mind. Oh uh, yeah, um, I I think we we kind of touched on this earlier, but um, her declaration too, and was was kind of impactful because I was waiting for it. You know, he was like. I need you. I can't survive without you. And then she's like, well, I can do fine without you. And then I was like, man, this kind of sucks. But then when they actually step into it, she's like, I love you. And she mm -hmm. meets, it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so for me, that was like, Oh, that's fantastic. You know, cause she was the one that, you know, she had had uh, obvious problems with relationships in the past. And, you know, she can finally say, say that to someone. So. Oh, yeah. And I think that's a real conflict because uh, I mentioned already that, um, you know, he's he's ahead of her, you know, as you got to mention, maybe 40 years ahead of her than, you know, she is. So he he's kind of going through these emotions that she is. So he's been at that part where like, yeah, I don't right. care. I'm just I, I would blow myself up. And yeah. the, fact, the fact that he, you know, he's kind of I, I really like that conflict that they build in this of like, you know, hey, I am maybe w willing to stay in this if it's with you versus, you know, trying to leave. And I, I, I do like that conflict there. Yeah. 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 But, um, so the last category, uh, the rewatchability factor, um, you kind of gave it away already and <laughs> how many times yeah. you watched this, but, uh, <laughs> I, I gave it five hearts. I love this movie. What, what about you? Definitely. Definitely yeah. five. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll watch it again for sure. I'll probably turn on. I, I tend to do that though with movies I like. I'll watch them over and over for whatever reason. So I'll probably pop it on next week and give it a go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, listen to that commentary. At least we'll you know add a new dimension yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. This is it's almost like the um, I, I love this movie so much, and it's kind of what makes me sad about the streaming world. I feel like so many so many movies are released, not just on Hulu, but on Netflix or, you know, they might be originals. And I feel like there's even like a movie. I remember, um, it was kind of an indie movie with Paul Rudd on Netflix and see, this is bad. I can't even think of the name of it. And I remember really liking it, but like, it's so, you know, they're churning out so much content. I feel like, you know, it's almost like it's weird. It's like, it's, super easy to access this film, these films. But right. also if you didn't see Palm Springs when it came out, like how, how will it be remembered? Does that make sense? Oh yeah. 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 Um, and so uh, anyway, so I, I really like, even if you don't have Hulu, uh, maybe like they always have like usually a 99 cent like per month thing or like a free trial or something. But I, you know, I, I was glad seeing this movie again that I loved it the second time as much as I did the first time. It's always kind of nice when you feel like your initial feelings were validated a little bit, but, <laughs> yeah. but like you said, even more furthermore, uh, feeling that like, Oh my, you know, this movie's even like deeper than I remember it being. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see myself, um, probably not, not, uh, quite as good as like Groundhog Day because Groundhog Day is just one of my favorite movies. 
but it, I feel like it's, it's right like the OG. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like it's right there though, and I'll, I'll definitely rewatch it again. Re recommendations. Is there one thing that maybe you're reading or watching or listening to that you've been telling your friends that hey, you should check this out? Well, lately, uh, lately it's been. It's usually like a film or a you know uh, some sort of tv series but lately i've been i picked up reading again we mentioned that earlier and uh, yeah. I've got, I've, i found out that i like stephen king a lot so i read uh i read 11 63 which is also a back in time uh sort of book you know same kind of genre and then i read it and now i'm working on the dark tower series so oh, okay so yeah that's that's kind of what I, I just saw oppenheimer the other day so okay that's, that's my media so far Another romantic comedy. Uh, it's called Rye Lane. It's a it's a British film, um, and it, it came out this year. And uh, that's my recommendation. It, it's very simple. It, it's a kind of a it's a romantic comedy. Uh, there's uh, it's a very stylistic. Um, it's you know there's the colors that are in it. It's it's kind of got a little bit more depth to it as far as the way the film was made. But you know sometimes it's okay just to say that a movie is like. It, it, it's great because of its simplicity um but um it, it's a really great uh movie I, I, if you like romantic comedies like you know especially the genre like i think people would really enjoy it and so um these oh, these two, check it out yeah these two yeah these two characters they're both coming off uh, tough breakups and they kind of have a meet cute and it, it's kind of dialogue heavy uh because it's a british production it I would say it helped me to have the subtitles on just because it goes, it goes, it goes pretty fast with the back and forth. Uh, and <laughs> you know, the dialect is uh, pretty heavy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a really, it's a really little uh, cute film and I think you'd be surprised with it. So, um, anyway, cool. that, yeah, that's my recommendation. So uh, next week we will be talking about the surprise sensation that dominated the early aughts and tapping into my Mediterranean roots to talk about my big fat Greek wedding. Uh, surely you saw that movie when it came out. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's been a while, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, catch up with that. Cause I, I'll say that, um, I, I enjoyed it just as a teaser. I, I enjoyed it, but there were definitely a lot of things that I didn't like about it. <laughs> so, uh, didn't, did quite hold up, but, uh, make sure to check that out. Uh, also you can always visit moviesyourlife.com for episode reviews and more, uh, go on there and catch a, my review for uh, Vry Lane, uh, which I just recommended. Uh, if you love this podcast, as always, take a moment to rate and review it. It really helps us with finding new listeners. Um, it was so good to catch up with you, Adam. This was uh, this was a lot of fun. Nathan, thanks so much, man. This was, this was a great time, and I, I'm so glad you recommended this movie. I loved it. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad. I Even though it had been a while since I... Yeah, that we've talked and uh, caught up. I, I don't know why. I just like, I think knowing the stuff you've done with Mark and your other films and also the independent nature of this movie, I thought, I, in a way, I was like, oh, this movie's like perfect for Adam to talk about. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, take care. All right. You too, man. Thank you. All right. Yeah.